Music has changed. How it makes us feel never will. The time is now to visit mstudios.co.za. Brought to you by Old Mutual. Welcome back to another Amp Studios Music Industry Podcast. Kath Greenfell is one of radio's most experienced and loved producers. This podcast series is all about learning from the best. So, let's do it. If you'd like to be a part of the Amp Studios or check out all the masterclasses and content we've created for you, just go to www.ampstudios.co.za. That's www.ampdstudios.co.za. Or you can send your name to our WhatsApp line on 81 3636. That's 081-707-6636. Publishing your songs. When it comes to radio station, you do need the ISRC code. They have to have that code and you get it from Risa. Now, I know over the last however many years, there's been a lot of bad talk about Samro, Sampra, Risa, Capasso. It's getting better. They are making it way easier for you to register with them. So register with Risa, get your code, right? Because radio stations will not playlist your music without the code. Okay, so that's really, really important. Then register with Samro. Register with Sampra. Register with Capasso. Okay? It's really important to have all of your details there so that you can get royalties. I don't know how many bands that I've spoken to and artists that are established, that have lost out on royalties because they were just like, oh, it's fine. I don't need to register. I know it's like a pain to go and sit on a website, fill in a form, etc. And you're not sure if you're going to get royalties. But what if you do? What if your song does get playlisted? Another important thing is that if you are writing music with someone else, so there's two of you, right? Make sure that you have your publishing details sorted in terms of percentages. There's a very famous story, and I honestly cannot remember the name of the band, but it was a famous South African band that wrote a whole album and the one song they were like, should we put it on? No, I don't know, I don't know. And the one guy was like, please let's put it on. And they were like, okay, cool, you can just say that you wrote it. <laughs> so he was like, okay, cool. It was the biggest song on the entire album. So he got all the royalties. He's still getting the royalties and the rest of the band. You can't change it after the fact. Who here is a singer? Right? So you sing on other people's tracks. I have a very good friend of mine. She's amazing. She's been singing. She goes all around the world. She's made the fatal mistake of being friends with producers. And they're like, pull into the studio. Let's like quickly write a track. Cool. So she gets to the studio, sings on the track, it's her words, her voice. Thanks, babe. Oh, awesome. And now, the song's blowing up. No contract. No publishing rights. 
<coughs> right? Honestly, even if it is your best friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mom, brother, whatever, make sure that you do a contract with them stating that you will have rights. Make sure that when they are filling in the forms for the publishing, that you are involved. Be involved. Do not trust people. Because I can promise you now that when it comes to money, everybody wants it all. I don't want to share it with you. So make sure that you have completely sorted your contracts. And on contracting, there's an amazing website called Legalese, L-E-G-A-L-E-S-E, legalese.co.za, and then you can forward slash music dash agreements. They have three free contracts on there. One is a royalty split agreement. So if you're a singer and you've got someone producing and you wrote the lyrics and you sang on the song and they wrote the music, 50-50, right? Make sure that you sign those contracts. Another one is a booking agreement. Okay, so how many of you are DJs? Okay, a few, a lot of you obviously perform. Okay. Sign a booking agreement where it states that if they cancel the gig, you're going to get a cancellation fee. Don't forget those things. Make sure that you don't leave it up to the organizer of the event. Don't wait there for an agreement from them. You have to take hold of your career. You have to be responsible for yourself. And I've learned the hard way. I was DJing for years. Trust, trust, oh. Then the gig gets canceled and I could have had another gig. Now I'm uh, no money because I didn't get them to sign a contract. Okay, so make sure that. And then the last one is the licensing agreement. Okay, so make sure that if you are in the music industry, that you have these agreements, that you can send it out and make sure that they sign it. Um, the Capasso, Samro, Sampra, right? Read up on what you can get. Do you know that if you play at a music festival, the music festival should have <coughs> forms for you to fill in for each song that you played so you can get royalties? you get to go overseas, you do the same thing. Because there is a SAMRO overseas, right? It's not our SAMRO, but it's an international, whichever country you're in. They then have the form with all the tracks you've played, they send it to SAMRO, you can get royalties. I know that there's been a lot of stuff in, around about the SABC, about royalties. So I've been saying it for years, because I mean, I've, we've, we've known for years it's, that they haven't paid SAMRO. 
So the chances are of you getting any royalties from the SABC is zero. Be aware of these things. We have to, as artists, as musicians, what are we doing about it? We just want our track playlisted, right? We just want it to be on Metro, on 5FM. But the bottom line is, is that they're actually not respecting musicians. I truly believe that. Because if they did respect the musicians, they would be paying those Samro fees. So that whole 90% thing, everyone was like, woo, this is amazing. My song's gonna get played. There's no royalties. Maybe you got a gig. The bottom line is, is that they actually aren't respecting us as artists and musicians. And I think it's a really important thing to remember that we need to start standing up for ourselves. We need to start questioning these things. Um, in terms of radio, if you are doing podcasts, let's say for instance, and you play songs on your podcast, please remember that you cannot make it a downloadable link. Okay? So, <coughs> though that music doesn't belong to you. Even if you bought it. I bought it on iTunes. Okay, cool. It's not yours. You cannot allow other people to download it. So please remember that, that don't make it downloadable. People can then listen to it because you will get into trouble. And also make sure that if you decide you're going to get a group of friends together, you're all in radio and you're going to start a digital radio station. Because there's lots of free software out there to be able to start a radio station. It doesn't cost you very much to actually start a digital radio station. Make sure that if you are going to play music on that radio station, that you have a Capasso <coughs> license. That you are filling in the forms and sending them through so that people can get their royalties. I find it so like, incredibly um, almost depressing that people that love music, supposedly, will download illegally. They'll just play it on their station, etc. Right? We have to respect that we need to pay for stuff. I put in, if I was a musician and I put in hours on working on a track, I want to get some money back, right? Because what am I doing this for? In terms of music and writing songs, this space is absolutely incredible. The fact that you have access to a studio. Who could, as, as a musician, who could ask for more? Because let's be honest, how much does it cost to record an album or a song? <coughs> hey? Thousands. Thousands and thousands. And who has that money? Not me. Right? These sort of spaces are absolutely magnificent. They are helping up-and-coming artists. I also want to say that if you are planning on spending money at a studio to write tracks, 
have a listen to what that studio has done before. Okay? Make sure that they are amazing. Do not spend 5,000 Rand on making one album. Right? It's, it's like physically impossible to hire a studio space with a, like someone that is amazing. You want someone that is amazing. 5,000 Rand is not going to get you amazing. These are the facts. Rather, decide I'm going to choose these two tracks and I'm going to spend 5,000 Rand on recording two tracks instead of 12. Okay. Um, and as I said, like make sure that it sounds amazing. Because I can promise you now, if you send that track to a radio station, what's going to happen? They're going to hear the bad recording. Sorry, we can't play it. Now I've already spent my money. You have to be on the pulse of what is happening. Just think about like the music genres in South Africa, how it's changing constantly, right? New ones come in. So we can't be making a track. So what's, what's big at the moment? I'm a piano, right? So now is Trom. It's already like fading, right? Yeah. It's faded. Mm. Right? But it's evolving. So it might have some sounds of Tom in it, but it's different. Don't be sitting there like back three years ago with that sound. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Amp Studios Music Industry Podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after these. Here's how you can show your money who's boss with a little help from 22.7. You start by linking your accounts, which is safe and secure. The first thing you'll see is something you probably haven't been able to before. All your money stuff together. With your accounts, cards, investments, loans and rewards all in one place, you can see all your transactions, balances and your net value now and over time. Then, 22.7 automatically creates a personalized budget based on your actual spending. It sorts your transactions for you so you know exactly where your money goes. You can see what you usually spend, plan to spend, have already spent and have left to spend. That helps our customers make changes that save them hundreds or thousands almost immediately and every month. You can also invest that extra money tax-free at low cost and in minutes because it's 100% online. In fact, one customer invested while he was stuck in traffic. Then there are nudges, personalized hints and insights that show you things you didn't know about your money to help you use it better. To start managing your money more easily and investing it more smartly, sign up with 22.7 on the web, iOS or Android apps. Welcome back. Let's get back into this week's Amp Studios Music Industry Podcast. You have to start making sure that you are with it. That you know what's happening in the industry. Because where do you want your stuff to be played? On radio, right? On TV. What are our other options when it comes to playlisting or getting your music out there? Pardon? Music festivals, right? <coughs> Find out who is doing the music festival. Who can you submit your songs to? Do the research on the music festival, right? If you're a quieter artist, we can't be playing there at Lifter Baby Dumb. <laughs> Don't waste the person's time, right? Am I right? 
Make sure that the, the music that you play aligns with the festival. Send it to them. Try and find out where their offices are. Go and show face. Go and invite them to one of your gigs. Send them a video of one of your gigs. The best one, right? <laughs> Pretend that there's hundreds of people there. Make sure that your friend is filming from the front. We don't need a crowd in the background. Make sure that your performance is amazing. And while we're on that, actually, sorry, I will like, as I speak, I will like think of other things. Um, I once was emceeing an event where it was these amazing up-and-coming artists, okay? Loads of people there. People that you wanted to watch you at this event. And the one girl that I was really excited to see, she came to me, she's like, do you have a charger? Do you have a charger? I'm like, I don't, but you're about to perform. So like, well, what do you need? My music's on my phone. <laughs> you guys laugh, right? This girl was playlisted on radio. She's been performing at events with her cell phone, which is totally fine, right? But how is it possible that you cannot be prepared? We know cell phones. We know the battery dies. There are Instagram five things, battery dying now. I've just told everyone I'm performing, but I can't. Make sure that you contact the event. Make sure that you have the right equipment. Ask them, do you have a computer? Can I bring a USB stick with my music on? Make sure that you have a backup. Right? Be 100% prepared. I remember chatting to a band that was performing at Opikopi as like um, on the main stage for the first time. They'd been performing at the festival numerous times, but now they were performing on the main stage. They phoned the festival organizer. They asked the festival organizer, who is doing the lighting and sound? Please give me their contact details. They messaged and called the sound guy and said, we're going to be rehearsing next week for Opikopi. Could we pay you to come to our studio so that you can like know exactly how our sound setup works. They then wrote a whole list of exactly what they wanted in terms of their lighting. It was spectacular, the show. But they made the effort because they wanted it to be spectacular. They spent the extra bit of money to hire that sound engineer to come for an hour to watch their rehearsal. Right? So it's be about being prepared, doing your research, making sure that the equipment that you have is going to work, making sure that you are there an hour before your show. <coughs> I went to a festival this last weekend. And, you know, often you're like there for the lineup, right? I look at the lineup and I'm like, I can sleep in a little bit because I don't really want to see that act. So I'll get there for that act. I get there, 
This act is nowhere to be seen. Right? I'm friends with the festival organizers. I can hear, have you found her yet? Have you found her? No, no. Have you found her? No, no, no. Right? So the other band that was playing after then had to push forward because we can't have an empty stage. So they get pushed forward. What happens then is that people that were sleeping in to come and watch that band an hour later missed that band. She then comes and performs. She had two gigs that day. She missed her second one because she was late for the first one. It's so disrespectful for not only the people that are paying you, because I can assure you she was getting a lot of money, but to your fans, the people that have come to watch. And that's where it comes back to being humble and a real human being and never forgetting who you are and where you started. Respect your fans. They are the ones that will buy your album. They are the ones that will come to the next concert. They are the ones that will buy your outfits, your hats, etc. Where you're going to try and make some money, right? Because the SABC is not paying you royalties. <laughs> so, it is an extremely exciting time in South Africa in terms of radio and what is happening and all the changes and the fact that digital is starting to creep in. Yes, we have no data. Yes, because it is so damn expensive. So we often can't listen to digital radio. But I firmly believe that it is going to get cheaper and it is going to make a difference that you are starting to look at perhaps doing a digital radio station. Yes, the landscape and the beauty of the music industry is magical. The stuff that is happening in South Africa is just like, it blows my mind every single day. The stuff that I hear from people that have recorded their music in their bedrooms, they're on Fruity Loops, right? It's incredible. The fact that we have a space like this, the fact that we are able to sit here today and you, singer, might be looking for another producer to make an, a hit track, right? 50-50 split is somewhere here. Meet people, talk to people. Find another person that's perhaps starting out with video. Sound, make friends. We're all battling, so let's like, try and like, make the split of the 100 Rand that we make at the door. We each get 20, right? Because let's be honest, we can't make a music video with someone that costs like 50,000 Rand. We have to start working together. We have to start building these relationships. We have to start looking at who is on radio that's really interested in music that you can start a conversation with, that you can mail them, and hopefully they will give you a response. Remember, we're not mailing every five minutes, eh? We're not bugging them. We're not going to drive them insane, where they block you on Twitter and Instagram. We're occasionally messaging and saying, please listen to my track. My track is amazing, it's like, 
creeping around on Twitter and people are listening and people are starting to talk about it. Don't lose out on not listening to my track and playlisting it on your radio station. Be the first one to playlist my song because it's amazing. We need to think about how we word things. Please don't slide into someone's DMs, hi. Okay. Be upfront, say, I am a musician and give the details. Not hi. Maybe they come back and say hi. How are you? No. Done. Right? And then, obviously, if you go out to gigs, start seeing who's up and coming and start asking them, can I play before you? Can I get on the lineup? Maybe say to them, don't have to pay me anything. Just want to be the opening act. Right? We have to start somewhere. We have to start building up by using other people's fans to come and listen to us. But it is an exciting time. It is doable, but bear in mind that it is also so hard. Do not for one moment think that it's easy. I remember just one quick last story. I remember a guy sending me his track, a demo. For two years we worked on that demo, backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. Try this, change this. Now by the time the song is sounding good, we're already on to I'm a piano because that genre is finished. Now we must change the track. <laughs> but he pursued until he found the right sound that worked for that track. And can I tell you, he's now putting out amazing songs. And be, get people to be honest with you, right? Not your mom. <laughs> I'm sure my students are going to remember this story. I always told it. Like, you know, you know idols, yeah. the wooden mic. <coughs> you know, all those people, they sang for their mom and they said that they were amazing. You have to find someone that is going to be honest with you about your music. That, and when someone says to you, listen, I think you should go for vocal training. Do not go back to them and say, screw you, everyone's told me, I can sing. <laughs> then don't ask anybody for opinions. Right? I had that once where I said to the guy, because I could have said to him, stop singing. You're not a singer. But there was some potential there. And if he went for vocal training, he would have been better. His songwriting was quite good. I said to him, you should think about either going for vocal training or maybe selling your songs to other people to sing. Worst thing in the world. Came back with the most disgusting email. And I was like, don't ask opinions then. Right? So you're going to have to be hard about it because it's going to hurt. You're going to get feedback, and it's not the feedback that you perhaps want. But listen to what the person is saying and try and make it better. Okay. But I'm excited for the future. The one thing I miss out of like going and doing a permanent job is teaching. I miss it every single day. 
share your knowledge. If you've failed at something and then you've gotten back up and you have like made it work, share that knowledge with other people. That's the only way we're going to build and the only way we're going to learn and the only way we're going to succeed. Thank you, everybody. That was an Amp Studios Music Industry podcast brought to you by Old Mutual. I hope you're learning a lot and loving the series. Please subscribe right now to make sure you don't miss out on more. And if you'd like to see videos or access more content or even use the Amp Studios facilities, or maybe you just want to be part of our Amp Studios journey, go to our website. That's ampedstudios.co.za, ampdstudios.co.za and sign up there. You can also sign up by sending your name to our WhatsApp line on 081 707 6636. That's 081-707-6636. Music has changed. How it makes us feel never will. The time is now to visit mstudios.co.za. Brought to you by Old Mutual.